I'm Carrie Benedett, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters, where you will find tools to revitalise you and your relationships, whether at work or in your personal life. Well, a little bit about me. I'm an education consultant specialising in emotional intelligence, and I use creative approaches that empower people with proven processes. I'm known for my high energy, passion and compassion for those in need of help. And I like to shine a spotlight on what we can do. I'm here to bring positivity, confidence and strength every day, everywhere. My mantra in life has been, let's give it a red hot shot. Well, our guest this week for our Thriving Matters podcast is the most amazing woman. Now, Jen Donovan, you will know, is one of the founders of Spend With Us, but she's also the founder of Buy From The Bush business that a lot of us have gotten to know over the last few years here in Australia. So, Jen, a really beautiful hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to this little chat. <laughs> you are an, an ordinary gal doing the most extraordinary things in social media and marketing. And I know that's your job, but I want to know a little bit more about Jen, the person, and how you thrive in your life and work. So tell me, what is it that puts a smile on that beautiful face of yours each day? Oh, that's so lovely. Um, uh, well, it's a myriad of things, I guess. It's um, the privilege that I live with, um, the fact that I live on a farm with, um, you know, my gorgeous husband and my three very fast-growing children um, who are really adults, not children anymore, um, and the, cust- the clients that I get to work with. I get to work with some of the most amazing people on their journeys to, you know, wherever they want to take their business because success is whatever you want it to be. It means different things to different people. But I just really love, uh, you know, chatting marketing, chatting um, strategy and that with people and just seeing them light up when all of a sudden they get it or all of a sudden they've had a really good win or that text message that they send through saying, oh, my God, I did it and it went so well. Like it just, it just makes the soul feel really good. It's the connection, isn't it? It's how you, yeah, how you make the connections with people. I, uh, I am just fascinated with how everybody is able to bounce back. Now you're in business. You've been in business for a while, uh, and it wouldn't always be easy. It's a bit like our, our day-to-day thriving. Life mm. isn't always busy and um, always wonderful. Sorry. Um, Life is busy. Um, but <laughs> I, I often like to think, move that word busy into productive more than busy. Um, but it's that notion of thriving in, in your day-to-day life and um, how that comes around for you. Tell me what it is that you put in place each day for, um, you know, getting getting yourself up and at it uh, to make those connections with the people that you, um, you work with. Gosh, Carrie, you were probably expecting some really big words of wisdom here, but I'm not really quite sure I have them. Um, Things that get me out of bed are my children and school lunches and activities. At the moment, um, I have two baby pet lambs, so they are sleeping inside because it's so cold. So they wake me up in the morning and get me going as well. 
Um, but you know, I have a diary full of clients who are waiting for me and waiting for me to help them. And sometimes all I need to do is listen and repeat back to them what they've already said to me to inspire them to go forward. Like I'm not this big carrier of wisdom. I think we've all got it inside us. Sometimes we just need a little bit of a nudge of our own self-belief to go. I think you've just answered your own question, didn't you? And they're like, yeah, I did. Didn't I? I'm like, yeah, you did. So I think, you know, a lot of small business owners are looking for that accountability and someone just to, you know, keep them on track. Um, And that I guess is part of what I do and part of my job. It's so true, isn't it? Somebody else is waiting for me. Um, Our families wait for us. Um, Our friend, often our friends will wait for us. Um, But when you have a business, it's you, it's you that um, needs some, some, processing it needs some some um strategies that you're having uh, have in place has there been someone in your life that's been has had a huge influence in how you show up each day you know often we have a mentor or an author or uh, an experience um that has affected us but you know i'm just interested in who it was or is or how it's come about that you are jen donovan and you do what you do Oh, gosh. Um, I I think, you know, I have to come down to my parents in some ways, the way I was brought up. I was very much brought up, you know, on a farm with, you know, hardworking mums and dads, Um, you know, to be inspired by, you know, I guess I've got three children. My one goal for those children was to put three amazing humans out to the world. And I think I'm doing a really great job of that for sure. Um, as far as business goes, I have always had a mentor in my business, um, whether that was paid or unpaid. And certainly my mentor of the last, you know, probably 10 years or so, he has um, been, you know, very much someone who has helped me get to where I wanted to or where I am at the moment and some of that has just come with nudging and a bit of self-belief you know having someone just say to you yeah you can do that you're capable of doing that and you're like really am I I don't know about (laughs) that um and pushing myself I'm very much a person who likes to step outside the comfort zone um I'm 46 I wasn't uh, I think I was about 41 when I learned how to public speak I was never that someone who wanted to do public speaking or was on a debate team or anything like that. And I kind of think I turned 40 and went, oh, this is just ridiculous. I've got to learn how to, you know, public speak and just, you know, share some things with some people. And so that set me on a journey to sort of step outside the comfort zone. And it doesn't mean that I didn't throw up about four times, you know, for the first (laughs) couple of times I hopped on a stage and things like that. But I think I'm very, just sort of want to push myself to do bigger and better and um, my word of the year, which is something that I do for the last two years has been impact. So I think that drives me as well. And before, mm. when I was talking about, you know, receiving that text message from a client who goes, I did it, it worked. It's like, I had an impact. Like, you know, that was, that's my, wow, I've actually had an impact. I told them to do it. They went and did it. It was successful. Woohoo. You know, um, I, I share that joy with them. So lots of things get me up, but I have a community of 
a rather large community. My Facebook group, which is called Buy From A Bush Business, it has 327,000 people in there. So that's a big community to wake up to, um, you know, five days, seven days a week. So um, that keeps me motivated as well. Just, you know, making that community a good place for people to hang out and a good place for people to sell their products to make a bigger difference in their communities. That's a, that's a pretty large community that you've yeah, got at your like, fingertips. That's amazing. But, but you, it didn't happen overnight, did it? No, no, it didn't, but it did happen very quickly. Um, <laughs> I'm not quite sure I ever knew that it was going to happen like it has. Um, I'm certainly not one of those people who had this big grand idea and started to put things in place. I had a, a whim of a thought and just did what I did. And, um, you know, it kind of took off from there and grew. Um yeah, but it is a rather large community. I say I'm kind of like the unpaid mayor of my own big city. So <laughs> I like that. But I also like the fact that you just said whim of a thought. And there's uh, many of us have these whims and just yeah. go, no, the self-talk is that's impossible. You couldn't do that. How how in the heavens, how in heaven's names would you do that actually? You know, you you, you talk yourself out of it. Yeah. But you were able to talk yourself into it at a time when the community that you didn't have needed you. Yeah, look, I think uh, it started off just from listening to people that I was seeing. Um, you know, I live on a farm. We were very much drought affected in the Riverina of New South Wales. Um, at that particular time, I was allowed to travel around and do marketing and social media workshops, which is what I was doing. And everyone was just really sad. Everyone was like, Christmas is coming, but it's not going to be a good Christmas because, you know, we know that if farmers don't have money, towns don't have money out here mm. in the bush. And, um, and I just buy from the bush was a hashtag trending on Instagram but no one really got how Instagram worked and um, I guess part of my business model is trying to make things simple so it's just like I could simply just open a Facebook group everyone knows how to post into a Facebook group um, that just seemed like a really um, easy alternative I'll invite them I'll invite my friends if they invite their friends then you know they've got more of a chance of selling some product to people other than the foot traffic which is what they were sort of um, thinking wasn't going to come um, little did we know around the corner there was horrific bushfires and COVID yeah. and floods for some parts and even mouse plagues for other parts yes. so uh, things just kept snowballing <laughs> <laughs> but what a, what a great example of keeping things simple for impact because that's what really what you were talking about the simplicity of a group of friends telling another friend years ago it would have been on a telephone or at the yes. bus stop or on yep. the train now we do it through a like or a share or a you know a, yeah. a post and also listening listening to what your right. audience is telling you and listening for those messages you know sometimes we don't hear it the first time but I guess I was lucky enough that I was traveling, you know, for the whole week. So it was something that just kept getting repeated. In the end, I just couldn't ignore it. It was kind of like, I have heard this so many times this week. And then, you know, I was traveling home. Um, Hay is a, um, a, a little town in New South Wales and there's nothing between my house and Hay except plains, <laughs> like big, vast amounts of dirt. And yeah. so I guess that's where the thought just came in. It was just like, how can I make this simple? But I think some of it is keeping things simple, but some of it is listening to what the messages are that you're hearing that your clients or your potential clients want from you. And does that fit into something that you could do? If you had have told me that I was growing something that would have this 
this much impact, I think I probably would have double thought about it. But because I had no idea what impact it would have, I just did it. And I don't say that in a negative way, but it's a lot of work. And it's not my only business. So, um, yeah, had I known, I, I, I probably would have been a little bit more strategic about it from the start, but I didn't know. Didn't know. So it's interesting because you just said, you know, you had plenty of travelling time between home, between the farm and hay. Now, I'm a Cooma girl. So ah. grew up in Cooma, was born in Sydney, but um, grew up in Cooma. So um, I understand when you said the plains, I knew exactly what you meant. I just went, ah, oh, the country. And I, I often will get a smell. I'll often get, have a memory as a smell from the Monero, you know. But um, what what tri triggered that comment from me was you said a space. So I, mm. I love creating spaces for leaders to come and really think about their values and assumptions around how they lead, especially in a cultural um, aspect as well. So taking them to places that are very different. Um, so that space you had gave you time to think and to think yeah. through, through an idea or a way forward or a way actually to help others. I think your, um, your, your empathy for others comes through um, with, with what you're talking about there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think when you have that lived experience, we were living in a fairly horrific, prolonged drought. So it wasn't something I saw. It was something that I was living and what I saw. So I think that sometimes helps as well. And I guess that's, you know, as a small business coach as well, like I am a small business. Yes, I might coach small businesses on marketing and social media, but I am one. So I kind of still know the ebbs and flows and the ups and downs and things like that. There's still that empathetic line coming in. So I think when you have a lived experience um, along with the space, I think grand ideas can come. Yeah. Now I'm going to um, just say to you, there's plenty of people now. COVID has, um, between the droughts, uh, floods, bush um, COVID, uh, mice, plagues, uh, whatever <laughs> it is that we're, we're doing. Um, there are many people who are thinking... Uh, that the business that they had won't last or they're thinking here's an opportunity to start one. And I know you've got a favourite mantra, so I, I wanted just to say, ask you, uh, how, do, how do you just help explain this ready, fire and aim mantra that you have? Because there will be people listening who are thinking it might be the right time for business, even though I've just lost my job somewhere else. How could I get started? Yeah, so ready, fire, aim isn't something that I made up. Um, my mentor always says ready, fire, aim, and I'm fairly sure he didn't make it up either. I can't remember the original author of it. I really should Google that one day. Um, but basically what it is, like, you know, ready, fire, aim is what we all know, but this is kind of, no, ready, aim, fire is what we all know. But it's kind of flipping that a little bit. So it's like get ready and just fire, just do it. Stop waiting for perfection. Stop waiting for the registered business name. Stop waiting for, you know, making sure I've got, you know, all my branding right or waiting till I've got my messaging right or anything like that. Just do it. And as you go along, you aim and you get more and more better, more and more better. That's really bad English. <laughs> you get much better at aiming as you go along because if you sit there and you overthink your business, there are a billion things that could happen. There is a billion what ifs, but if you're in it, 
and the wheels are already turning, you've got a much better chance of making the right what if decision on the fly than what you have if you didn't start at all. And I actually, when I think about it, get really sad of all the amazing business ideas of people that we don't know about because they've never actually fired. They've never actually gone and done it. They know it could change the world or Mm. it could make a really big difference, but they've never actually gone ahead and done it. And I think that's a bit of a tragedy for for everyone because, you know, it could have changed our lives. Um, But I also think it's a little bit, you hear people when someone comes up with a concept or an idea and they're like, I thought of that. I just never did anything with it. And you're like, yeah, you didn't fire. You know, you kept aiming to do something. And I guess at the end of the day, the world doesn't need people aiming to do stuff. The world needs more action takers. So if you've got an idea, become an action taker. Just take some action, however small that action might be, and start moving that path towards whatever it is that you're wanting to do. That's why your mentors and coaches are so important, aren't they? And yeah. and your your circle of um of support is is really critical. That you get people who will, who are who are willing to say, yeah, just keep thinking outside the box because yeah. you can block yourself so easily. You can, and I would say that you know having the right people surrounding yourself with the right people is even probably more important than having a coach or a mentor. Like having those people around you that can push you and challenge you and celebrate with you really does just keep the momentum going and it gives you that sounding board of people that you trust. Yeah, apart from trusting yourself. Yes. (laughs) Apart from trusting yourself. Oh, Look, you've also got a podcast. Um, so, uh, how's that? How's how do you enjoy doing the podcast? Yeah, I love doing my podcast. So it's called Small Business Made Simple. And I think I'm up to episode 130 or so at the time of recording this. So it's been going for a couple of years now. But it was, that is a pure example of a ready fire aim. I didn't know how to (laughs) podcast. I had actually been in a partnership with another marketing person. um, And that partnership had ended quite abruptly, um, you know, for a myriad of reasons, but also because, you know, we're working a lot in the city and I I'm a farming girl and I just wanted to sort of come home. So over Christmas of 2019, I think, or 2018, it would have been, um, it was just like, I need to go out into business by myself. It's a marketing and social media person for every corner of every street in Australia. How can I stand out? I'm going to do a podcast. How do you do that? I don't know. I'm pretty sure YouTube can tell me though. So I sat here for days and YouTubed how to start a podcast and which, you know, I guess it's a beautiful thing, but also something that kind of makes me shudder a little bit is my very first episode still gets about 60 or 70 downloads every single month. I wouldn't even listen to it. Like the content I'm sure is good, but the editing and the sound is probably horrific. Um, But it was kind of like, I just did it. And I thought that I would run out of things to say on episode 27, but I'm still going. Clearly I can talk underwater and I've still got something to say, but it is my one big example of ready, fire, aim. Oh, well done. That well done. We had a conversation before the recording today and I said to you um, that really my podcast Thriving Matters came out of out of the need to entertain myself during COVID, our first COVID lockdown and Jen agreed with me and I went, <laughs> there you go. That was a, that was an aiming strategy. Yeah. Yeah. It was an a piece of action you took. You didn't know where it was going to go, how it was going to go, but you just went and did it. And I think that yeah. is, you know, we need more of that. 
Yeah, yeah, we do. We surely do. Oh, I'm going to say to you, um, you know, looking back over the last um, the last couple of years of of your of your two very successful businesses, um, and then your previous work, has there been has there been something that you would have um, you'd say to those starting out, just don't do this, or or are you, are you able to flip that and tell us just do one thing, this one thing, and this, this will actually help you get going, apart from ready, fire, aim, apart from that. <laughs> oh, come on, now you're taking all my comments away from me now. Um, <laughs> I would say, um, uh, you know, probably going to sound like every other person that says just start, so just start. But also, you know, the business journey isn't smooth. It's it's not a linear line. It is very, very jagged. And I often laugh at those, and I know this is a podcast and you can't see my finger, but I often laugh, laugh at those memes that come up where, you know, they've got like, you know, up and down, up and down, you know, the, the journey of the entrepreneur because it is like that for sure. And there are certainly been very down times um, and there's been very up times. But I'm also a person who looks for the lesson. So it's just like, you know, what I, there's no such thing as failure in business. There are only lessons to be learned to help you make mm. better business decisions afterwards. So I guess some of the bad things that have happened or, um, you know, that some, some of the dips without the ebbs, um, it's just like, well, what's the lesson in here for me? Um, like I know last year in COVID, I had a diary full of um, workshops and, all yeah. sorts of traveling to do and overnight that disappeared and and I had client after client private clients ringing up cancelling crying you know what unsure of the future and I had to be really strong but I'd get off the phone and I would cry too because my business had just died too but you know I wasn't going to tell them that because that's not why they were ringing yeah. um but it was kind of like okay well how do I what do I have to do okay so governments have got money look at all this money that's being splashed around by governments what can I do for them to help their communities and that was somewhat how I survived so I looked for the lesson the lesson was yeah. there um yeah. and just kept you know, trying to go like, yes, wasn't as successful as it should have been last year, but that's okay. There was lots of things I learned and amazing connections that I made like yourself, Carrie, like we've met through, <laughs> she's the boss. And if Jules didn't do those um, lunch times and we weren't locked down, then we wouldn't have met. So there that's are right. definitely yeah. amazing positives that have come out. Well, there are. And I, that's what I think in a way we've been gift given a gift um, with with a with a pandemic, and that's to some people that will sound totally yes. inappropriate and insensitive, and it's not meant in that way. But I, I try to be an optimistic thinker and go, okay, well if I can't do it this way, there's got to be another way. Um, what I've got control over is my own attitude around things, just like you, as you were talking about, you know, listening to your clients with them on the other end of the phone saying, you know, I just lost my business. I, I can't do this or I'm burnt out. I've got no, no um, income coming in. Um, so I think it's our, our mindset and our attitude often gets us through. And it still doesn't mean that we don't thrive in our day-to-day -day life when things, things are rough. We've got some strategies up our sleeve that um, help us um, pick ourselves up. And I can't um, I was just thinking about the beautiful lambs that you've got living inside at the moment with you. 
isn't that the most beautiful thing? If you're feeling really crappy from the day and there's a situation that's come up, all you have to do is down your tools, walk out, go into go in to see the lambs. I, I suppose you're feeding them as well. They're potties, yeah? yeah? Okay. I used to go out on my girlfriend's farm and we'd feed, the, we'd collect the potty lambs and take them home and feed them because the crows were coming in, you know, mums had died giving birth and that. Um, but I just had this beautiful memory of picking up these potties and cuddling them. So that's why I'm bringing it up. There's there's this inbuilt strategy to to break the the negative or the pessimistic thinking about what we're what we're being consumed with is to find a way forward. So, and you've got those wide open spaces to get yeah, out yeah. and walk it out, walk it out and scream it out, yell it out if you want to, or put your headphones on. But oh my gosh, it's there's something about the fresh air and nature mm. that gives us um, some perspective on our gratitude, isn't there? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And also, if you need a day in bed, have a day in bed. You know, yes. if, if, if the world becomes too much, I'm all for giving up and just having a day in bed, but you only get one. You know, we have one day, in my case, it might be a whole day of watching Grey's Anatomy because that's been my COVID thing that I've got a bit addicted to. And there's 17 seasons, so I can oh. have this addiction for a long time. But I only get one day of that. And then I have to pick myself up the next day and get moving again. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes we can't fight that urge to just have that day in self-wallow. And that's fine, but you only get one. Well, we all need, I think, and we need to recognise when we need it. Um, I had a jab, a COVID jab last week and it knocked me out for a day and a half and I just went, don't fight it, just go with it yes. and um, pick yourself up. So that's what that's what we do. Yeah, that's what Jen, we do. If you had a message for, for the world at the moment, and, and I'm going to be quite specific, someone who's, who's in changed circumstances, has got a family, it's looking for a business or is in a business and you've got a message out there. What what would you like to leave leave the conversation with? Um I guess going back to um surrounding yourself with the right people. Uh, if you are surrounding yourself, you know, and, and sometimes the people you're surrounding yourself might not be the right people. So maybe you need to find the right people. Um, maybe you need to join a really great Facebook group that is all your people, your tribe exists in that Facebook group where you have a very safe space to ask questions, to, um, you know, to give advice and to you know, find those people. Um I think that can be one of the biggest things that you can do to help yourself in business, especially if you can get those trust, that amount of trust from yeah. others um, around your business. Like my business bestie, she will call me on my BS. She will say, nope, that's a terrible idea. Nope, that's off track. That's not in line with your brand. And I think it's a brilliant idea. And then I go away with my tail between my legs and I think she's right, you know. But <laughs> if it wasn't for having someone great like that in my business, I could end up, you know, doing anything or being anywhere, you know, very yeah. off brand. So I think you're really trying to find your people is so, so important in mm. business. Um, 
And, you know, there are people out there, uh, if you don't have them within your face-to-face community, there are some beautiful communities online that you can certainly join. Uh, and it might be a bit of test and measure to find out where your people yeah. actually are hanging out. But I think it can just make one of the biggest differences, especially as the world it looks like today, to, you know, surround yourself with those people who can, you know, I guess, empathize, sympathize with you, but also challenge you to do a little bit better and celebrate you when you've had the smallest ah, of wins. That's that's it. And I think your I, I like goes really well with your ready fire and aim because you're actually going to action something. You're going to you, you're going to listen, you're going to get ready. So you've got to actually do the prep, get get the readiness in, get the intel in, the all the uh, all the data get all the technical data in the emotional data in the, the you know the the uh, pragmatic data um, and then then have a fire I think it, it's fantastic um, and the aim the aim will come in and sometimes where we end up may not have been the first dream but the essence and the values are still there aren't they yeah, absolutely. Your marketplace will sometimes tell you where you're supposed to be heading if you are willing to listen and it still aligns with you and your values and your business values. Um, often the marketplace will tell you exactly what they want from you. Um, we've just got to be willing to listen and we can't get that stuff right from the start. Um, you know, my business is, you know, a few years old now and it doesn't look like the plan that I had before I started. It definitely doesn't. It's very different. And I will say that probably it's only been in the last 18 months that I have embraced my ruralness, if that's even a word. Like before that, I would have been a little bit embarrassed to tell someone I lived on a farm because they'd be like, does she really know what she's talking about? You know, aren't all the clever people living in the city? Whereas now I kind of embrace that. And that's one of the things that makes me different. So, um, you know, but that wasn't on the plan to start with. So that is something that the marketplace has taught me when I've been willing to put it out there and that brings me back to this notion of ordinary guys and gals doing extraordinary things I mean I I think you've given us a fantastic um, view uh, into do, being able to run a highly successful business to have received the um, the award from Osmumpreneur for uh, People's Choice and for the for Regional New South Wales Award this year, yeah, uh, last year, last 2020. Year, last year, 2020. Um, that is that is just stunning. So, who would have thought the girl who's got two potty lambs in her home at the moment is running two amazing businesses? Has been the founder and co-founder of some, is mentor and coach and a confidant, as well as um, energy prodder and uh you know drencher uh, <laughs> uh you name it beautiful wrapped up in in beautiful wool clothes um you know person to all your community so that's that's a rough metaphor just come out of my head just as we were speaking so thank you thank you I'm actually banned from going around the sheep because I keep bringing baby lambs home so I'm not allowed to go around them anymore <laughs> Oh, I love it. So there'd be a lot of bar jokes going on at your house. Yeah? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Jen Donovan, if anyone would like to get in contact with you, um, what's your best place? 
Um, you can head to um, my website, which is socialmediaandmarketing.com.au or you can go and check out the marketplace, which is spendwithus.com.au and support a thousand plus rural and regional businesses on there. Um, otherwise, I like to hang out on Instagram as well. So Jen Donovan underscore is where I am there. But wherever you find me, I'm pretty much on lots of different places. <laughs> um, but I would love to connect for sure. Very good. Thank you so much for your time today, listeners. We've got a little call to action and it's all about action. That's the message today. Just fire before you aim. Just give things a go. Get out of your own way. Make sure that the people you have around you are the ones that are going to cut out the BS, as Jen says, (laughs) and be honest with you, but also celebrate the small wins as as we go forward. It's been delightful. I hope you keep thriving. You're nice and warm, even though it's 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 winter and the lambs are um, lambs need to be inside. Um, Jen, it's been a delight. So thank you very much for for being on Thriving Matters podcast today with me. Thank you so much, Carrie. It's been a delight to chat. Thank you. <laughs> Listeners, if you'd like to know more about what I do, you'll find me on all socials, Carrie Benedette. Um, Global Leaders Thrive is uh, really about connecting leaders around the world. And that's why Jen Donovan, J-E-N-N-D-O-N-O-V-A-N, just in case you're wondering how she spells Jen, um, that's why Jen Donovan is one of my guests today. Uh, Everyone who does a podcast, Jen included, loves a review, loves a little bit of love. So when you get onto your favourite podcast app, um, please give us give us a heads up, thumbs up, a little bit of love doesn't hurt us um, and it helps the world go around. Just remember, you are precious and your thriving matters. Have a good week, everybody. Thanks, Jen. Bye for now. Thanks, Carrie. I'm Carrie Benedette and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters. 